Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Every week we do Confident, Concerning, Curious on Friday going into the game. I think you may have done this with us once before. Okay, so all it is is what are you confident in your team in doing going into the game? What are you concerned about your team doing? And then what are you curious about your team doing going into the game? So I'll do, we'll do confident first. Okay. I'm confident uh, that the Green Bay Packers uh, and Jordan Love will get back on track offensively. And I say Jordan Love throws three touchdown passes in this game uh, against the Detroit wow. Lions. Confident that Love throws three. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm confident that he'll get three touchdown passes because he should have easily had three uh, in that last game uh, against the Saints. Uh, so I'll say he gets three touchdown passes because he had three in the first game, three in the second game. He had one throwing and one running. And realistically, mi- based on missed throws alone, he should have had at least three touchdown passes in that game if he just thrown the ball correctly. So despite the missed throws, you still trust him, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dude, you kind of got on me a little bit when I said that maybe the Lions are exploitable deep. Now, Rieger, he, he's legit, dude. I, I agree. I, I'm not saying he's Pro Bowl this year, but he, he's a legit quarterback in this league. Like, he does not suck. He he is not Ritter. He is not Fields. He is none of that. You know, coming in, I think baseline for most of <laughs> us was, you know, if he's Jimmy G, is that good enough? You know, for Packer fans, I think a lot of Packer fans were like, yeah, hell yeah. If he's Garoppolo, we can win with Garoppolo. Well, Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. We can figure this out. He's, I think he's going to be better than that. This is the Lions' biggest nightmare, by the way. The fact that you did it with Favre, you did it with Rodgers, yep. duh, you're going to do it with Jordan Love again. Okay, confident for me, right? I think Dan Gamble goes back, or Dan Campbell goes back to being Dan Gamble, Danny Guts, because I think now that you have a hot, healthy offensive line, that you're getting Taylor Decker back. I think you got your number one running back as well as David Montgomery, who can go between the tackles and allows Gibbs to do other things. I think now you're going to see a lot of trickery and a lot of curious decisions that Dan loves to make, whether it's a fake punt like he did against the Chiefs on his own 18-yard line or going for it three times against the uh, Seattle Seahawks. I think confident that Dan Campbell is going to go back to, if it's fourth and two, fourth and three, especially within, I don't know, the 40s, he's going to go for it. Yeah, and I, I think LaFleur will go for it a bunch too probably. Uh, concerns now. Uh, I'll go first here with the Packers. Concerns. I think I'm most concerned <laughs> Uh, about Christian Watson and Aaron Jones coming back and re-injuring their hamstring. That that's what I'm most concerned about because Adam Schefter uh, this morning said he believes that the Packers held uh, those guys back because they didn't want to have them play Sunday and then a short turnaround and play again against the Lions four days later coming off a hamstring injury and they wanted to take it a little bit slow and Detroit's a, a division rival and the team that everybody picks to win the division so they saved them. But you know hamstring injuries. Watson had a hamstring injury last year. He was out several games. Now we start off this year with a hamstring injury for Watson as well. So I, I'm just I'm I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm I'm very concerned that these two guys come back and all of a sudden we have re-injured hamstrings and then we lose them for another four to six weeks and it becomes a major issue. So for me, that is one of my bigger concerns is the health of those two guys coming in. My other concern uh, is the ability for them to stop the run because it sounds like Montgomery may be back for the Lions too. He will be. Right. So that's that two-headed monster. And Montgomery by himself doesn't necessarily scare me, but the pounding, the pounding, the pounding, and then Gibbs out to the outside and down the sidelines he goes. That's what concerns me, that two-headed monster, because it's kind of similar to what Atlanta has with Algier and Bijan, where they pound it with Algier, and then they get you with Bijan. Uh, where you're kind of not paying attention. Yeah. So that I, I, I always get concerned about the running game, but if Montgomery's playing, it's a two-headed monster, that becomes a concern. All right, so my concern, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to have this concern, but it's Jared Goff. 
So Jared Goff has already proven a ton. And a lot of Lions fans want to, you know, resign him and pay him a ridiculous amount of money and blah, 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 blah. But he has had two picks over the last two games. And I know it's impossible for a QB to have the streak that he had before that. But that pick on Sunday against the Falcons was, and he called it the worst throw of his career. It was, <laughs> it was awful and horrendous. It was one of those throws. It was one of those throws where you're like, what the hell is he doing? They were up 13, I believe, at the time. And he throws this ball. And I'm like, Wait, what is that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And you know how one throw can kind of take you back to all the doubts yes. that you used to have before the guy got here? So, yep. like, I am concerned that this turnover prone, if you will, continues for Jared Goff. I don't know if I have a right to be concerned about that, but that's that would be the one thing I'm concerned about. The other thing I'm concerned about is Taylor Decker. And he thought his ankle was broken against Kansas City. Now, he too, like you just mentioned your guys, Christian Watson and the company, He's fighting his way back. And I guess so is Dave Montgomery a little bit as well. So I'm a little concerned that maybe he's giving it a go too quickly. And if you lose your left tackle, despite having 10 days off after this game, I mean, your offensive line is in a world of hurt. And that's the Lions' strength, without a doubt. So those are probably the two things I'm concerned about. Boy, oh boy. Rigor, we don't have our all-pro left tackle and essentially uh, Pro Bowl, all-pro left guard in Elton Jenkins. Didn't have them all of last week. And I don't know if either one will be back this week against the Lions either. And they're the two best linemen. So in the place of those guys are not veterans. Mm-mm, no. Guys with limited starts are going to have to fill in for those guys uh, and play for the Packers again this week like they did last week against the Saints. And then Zach Tom, who is this rookie sensation that they got to start at right tackle, he hurt his knee at the end of that game. Don't know if he's going to play this week. I mean, you're talking about three-fifths of this offensive line are going to be guys that shouldn't be playing coming up on Thursday night probably. But it's legitimately the same with the Lions, too, because they lost Matt Nelson to probably a season-ending injury, and this is a guy that you counted on for depth. They lost another lineman as well. So if Decker is injured, I mean, you are looking at two-fifths, three-fifths of that offensive yep. line that is playing out of position and doesn't have a whole lot of experience as well. But thus, that's the NFL. No doubt about it. Let's talk about curious. What are yes. you curious about coming into this one, Jeff Rieger? It's Jordan Love. I mean, I've had a chance to watch Jordan Love, but Detroit is curious about Jordan Love. There's so many questions. There's a lot of guys here. You might be uh, shocked to hear this. A lot of guys at our radio station already wrote him off. Like, before he's played this season, oh, Jordan Love stinks. Oh, what a bad draft pick. Oh, they're not going to be able to do it again. And now they're kind of rethinking those statements. Like, Jordan Love, I I love that a young guy has mobility, number one. And number two, is not afraid to air it out. I know you talked about three seasons at times. But the Lions historically have always struggled against the running quarterback. And I know he's not necessarily a running quarterback, but he's got legs. Geno Smith has legs. Didn't even kill him with his legs, but just the threat of being able to pick up the ball and run with it. I'm so curious to see how Jordan Love does against this Lions defense that has yet to see him, really. And I think Detroit is really curious, too, because if the Packers win this game, 
and Jordan Love is Jordan Love like he's been the first three games. And you look at the rankings, he's got the most air yards, and I believe he's got the sixth best QBR in football I saw this morning. Got the so best quarterback rating in football, the old school well, quarterback rating. He's number one, I believe. Nobody in wants to hear that. Nobody in Detroit wants to hear that. <laughs> but when you hear all that stuff and there's some anxiety because we're thinking to ourselves, okay, maybe the Bears are going to be better. And, okay, maybe the Vikings won't definitely fall that far off from their 11-win season last year or 12 wins, whatever they won. But we're definitely certain that the Packers stink. We're definitely certain that the run is over for Green Bay. And now you look at love through three games. And he balls out at Lambeau. And all those memories of Rodgers balling out at Lambeau come flooding back to the memory banks. It's not going to be a great Friday for Detroiters. So, so that's the number one thing I'm curious about. How Jordan Love does the action of Detroit if Jordan kills it. That's okay. I'll, I'll stay with you on that. Okay, I'll stay with you on the curious side. I'm curious to see how many times we hear the name Aaron Rodgers mentioned on this broadcast on Thursday night. That's what I'm curious about because there is going to be more of a spotlight on Jordan Love than any other player on that field, I think, between Green Bay and Detroit. Okay, so there'll be some talk of Jameer Gibbs. Laporta will get his flowers for how well he's played so far this year. Brian Branch will get flowers, but Jordan Love's going to be the guy, right? If the, the better Jordan Love plays, the more they're going to hype up. Oh, my God, the Packers have found the formula of three years waiting and Rodgers, three years waiting, and now here's Jordan Love. And then you'll have Rodgers. Oh, it's so unfortunate. He got hurt for the Jets. And, oh, we feel so bad for New York. And blah, 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 blah. I bet you over, under, on Rodgers mentions, I'll give it five, at least five times, Rodgers' name will be mentioned throughout this broadcast. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, I'm going to go seven. I'm going to go seven. Okay, another guy that will get mentioned, though, is Aiden Hutchinson. 